The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is uh, Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you want to catch that, you can do so up until three o'clock today, which time he'll be on there for two hours today because it's Saturday. So feel free to check that out. Um, he will be live in that area. On the right side of the page is where we are. It'll look a little different than what I'm showing people right now. Uh, and that's because I, I have no idea what happens with browsers from the same internet connection that they don't update. But anyway, click on the play button that when you get over there, blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then 
uh, click on the Rumble icon. It'll be on the bottom right-hand corner. Join us in the chat on Rumble. We'd love to see you over there. And uh, we are streaming live to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the channel. And then also we're on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. We're on DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. We're also on a variety of Facebook pages that bear my name. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, we're also on Twitch.TV at the real or excuse me at real tim brown and then on twitter for whatever that's worth the real tim brow leave the n off the end of my name put a two there you're good to go the real tim brow two uh, on twitter and yeah that's all the places we're at right now uh right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter that goes out once a day uh, i'm going to highlight a couple of things here before we bring kate on this morning um of stuff that was out yesterday uh but <clears throat> excuse me you get that between 7 and 8 p.m eastern usually those go out. And then if uh, if you want our ministry email, which will be going out later today, it goes out once a week on Saturdays. Go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You can sign up for that on the front page. And then if you agree with our message and you want to keep us out there doing what we're doing, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And we appreciate you doing that because, again, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do, but it, you know, like the Apostle Paul, when when he had full support, he could go and his whole life was was ministry there. But when it wasn't, he went and he had to pick up his own employment, right, which was making tents. And that's how he survived. And he ministered while he made tents. So this is why I don't think that you have to be a, a guy behind a pulpit or, or a radio show or any of that to minister to people. That is our job as, as Christians. Uh, you know, read Ephesians 4, God gives gifts in the body to equip us. And I say us because those gifts are given for, for my benefit as well as yours to equip us for the work of ministry. There's not a minister of a church. There are ministers from the church. <laughs> That's what we are to be. We're to be those who disciple. And so, um, yeah, if you want to help us out, we would appreciate that uh, very much. I want to I want to <clears throat> hit just a couple of articles, and then I want to read something for you before we bring Kate on, because I I found it very fascinating. I'd not heard anybody explain uh, this particular thing the way this guy does. So <clears throat> yesterday, I put these two articles up. Uh, one is. Documents show U.S. government involved in chemtrails and weather modifications since the 1940s. And they covertly coordinate with various governments around the world. That's in the documents. Going back, they, they reference until 1947. That was the earliest I could see in the documents. You'll actually see the documents when you go in there. The whole document. You'll see one from, uh, I think it's 19... I don't know if it was 1960 some, 1966, and the other one's like 1973 or something. There's two of them in there, and there's some snapshots of some very important parts. So be sure to check that out. If you've got friends who say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. This has been going on for almost 100 years now, at least the talk up until the implementation. Right after that, we have the Mockingbird Media admits chemtrail terraforming is happening right now to, quote, unquote, fight climate change. Isn't that interesting? Oh, did you catch this one? U.S. military equipment from Afghanistan now for sale on eBay. D shouldn't eBay be cutting that off? Wouldn't that be against some kind of terms of certain? You can't make this stuff up. Contains sensitive classified information. <laughs> you can't make it up. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> yeah, check those out. Now, this one is one I want you to to just pay attention to real quickly. Um, you know, we're out of the we're, we're fixing to go into the new year. 
And this was one by Jerry Cole. Now, this is um, this is Stephanie's dad, uh, Bradley's wife. And um, I want you to listen to what he wrote about how the shepherds would have understood the message of the angels of the coming of the Christ. Listen to what he says. He quotes John 129, Behold the Lamb of God which take away the sin of the world. There are so many traditional images, uh, you know, he talks about with, with Christmas and Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus and the manger and this, that, and the other. And the manger is where he's going to focus on the most, okay? And thank God he pays attention to know that the wise men show up probably two years later, not when Jesus is a baby, okay? Um, so this is what he says. We also think about the dramatic, brilliant, and uh, startling angelic announcement of the arrival of the Savior to the shepherds as they kept watch over their flocks by night. These shepherds, were under, uh, we understand, were officially entrusted to care for flocks, which produced unblemished lambs to be sacrificed as sin offerings in the temple. Luke chapter 2, verses 10 to 12 says, And the angel of the Lord said unto them, For behold, I bring you great tidings of, uh, good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall. This is the sign for them. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. The Greek word for manger is phatne, translated as manger in most English translations of the New Testament, actually means a stall. The sign to the shepherds was finding the baby wrapped, uh, wrapped swaddling clothes, special strips of cloth wound around the baby, lying in a stall. How could it be that this sign would tell the shepherds exactly where to find the baby Jesus? Micah 5 2 says, Tell us a ruler, uh, tells us a ruler, the Savior, would come out of Bethlehem. This was confirmed by the chief priests and scribes when the wise men came to Jerusalem to look for the newly born king. Where is he who is born king of the Jews? In Bethlehem, they were told, according to Matthew 2 2. In the time of Jesus, just outside of Bethlehem, there was a former military watchtower that was now called in Hebrew Migdal Eder, which means Tower of the Flock. The lower level was used for birthing lambs, which would be closely examined and later be used for sin offerings in the temple in Jerusalem. This structure contains stalls for sheltering ewes who were about to bear their lambs. We are told there was one particular stall where the newborn lambs were placed and wrapped in swaddling clothes to protect them from damage or blemish in order for them to be acceptable for sacrifice, according to Exodus 12, 5. Then we read out of Micah 4, 8. And thou, O tower of the flock, the stronghold of the daughter of Zion, unto thee it shall come, even the first dominion, the kingdom shall come to the daughter of Jerusalem. So at the direction of the angel, these shepherds who knew, raised, cared for, and closely examined sacrificial lambs understood exactly where to find and examine the newborn king. They would find him in the tower of the flock, lying in a stall or a manger, were lambs to be sacrificed for the sin of the people were born and wrapped in swaddling clothes. God arranged the perfect birthplace for his only begotten son, the perfect lamb. And as John said, when he beheld Jesus who came to be baptized at the Jordan, behold the lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Thank you, Jerry, for that. Uh, I found that incredibly poignant. And, um, you know, I have, I've had people who tell me, oh, the scriptures, done, you guys are taking the New Testament, you're throwing it over the New Testament. No, the Old Testament was very clear over and over and over and over and over again as to the Christ would come 
And even God gave a time frame. Read Daniel chapter 9. He gave a time frame of when the Messiah, the Christ, would come. And he came. And he rebuked the religious leaders of the day saying, you can look at the skies and you can tell when it's going to rain, but you don't know the sign of your visitation. It's me, guys. The one promised back there in the garden to Adam and Eve, who's going to crush the head of the... It's me. I, I, we gave you a time frame. We, we told you what these things were like. And I just thought that was a beautiful picture to let you see God is very particular in the things that he says. He knows the end from the beginning. Not the beginning from the end. <laughs> he knows that too. But the scripture says the end from the beginning. He's already determined out. Why? Because God's not an idolater. His whole purpose is to glorify himself. It's not because of pride or arrogance. It's because he's the one and only God. There will be no God beside him. And that's why he says, you shall have no other gods before me. So anybody who takes a freedom of religion to worship whatever God you want to worship, guess what? There is no God-given right for such a thing. There's not. You have an obligation to worship worship the true and living God as he has revealed himself. Now, with that said, it is Saturday, and uh, <laughs> we're going to have a good time this morning, I think. I think uh, I think we're going to do that. And Kate is with us as always. I'm going to cue up some music there for Kate. Good morning, Kate. Good to see you. <laughs> She's going to do it all day. Yeah. I think everyone's just been watching Rafi, uh, Mr. Raphael, trying to get on top of me. And then he puts his claws in, puts his claws in my mouth. Oh, no. If I won't, to try and get my attention. <laughs> and uh, Nelly, Nelly's coming into season, and Mr. Rafi's still got all his tackle. So um, it's quite an interesting thing here, but he's a bit too young, but he's having a good time. And she's uh, she's hiding under a blanket. She's fed up with him. Now, do you guys, uh, let me ask you something. Do you got, is it windy out there today? Oh, it's windy. It's rainy. I can um, see the trees going it, on back there yeah, in the back. That's why I was wondering. <laughs> it's really, and it's really wet. Okay. And Dave and Lulu are over there in the background. <laughs> Taking it easy. Dave, Dave, yo, Dave, your fan club's on. <laughs> I didn't get the Pink Panther mu uh, music. So maybe I can make a note of that and get that this week. Um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting week, and uh, they're gear. They're, I can tell you just to give you an update of what's going on in the UK. They're starting to gear up. They're gearing up, and I believe, in my opinion, they're gearing up for a cull. So if we remember that uh, we have ordered huge amounts of lorazepam, and that the actual sh uh, worldwide share price of lorazepam uh, rose by 37% in February of 2020. So someone somewhere knew there was going to be lots of sales. And they're already announcing in, I believe it was Northampton Hospital, that there's going to be no visiting in adult wards. And everyone else has got to wear a mask. I mean, if these idiots really did understand even their own bastardized science, uh, their masks are doing very little. And I've actually uh, been talking to some nurses last week who are sick. They've got long-term chest problems from having to wear masks. So why would they be closing the adult wards while well, they've just injected uh, all the uh, vulnerable and the elderly with um, more um, uh, COVID booster, pneumonia, shingles, and flu shot? I mean, you couldn't make this up. People that are already on their last legs with dementia. So if this was about saving you, really? So anyway, they're firing all that into them. 
And these people are going to get sick. And then, as we've already discussed, all the elderly and those with comorbidities are getting this letter from the government. Do not do anyone else's tests. Just do our tests. If it's negative, do an, a test the next day and the next day. Um, and then you've got to ring this number and, and we'll come and give you one of the two treatments. I'll bet they will. Um, so why why is that no one can go in into the hospitals? The hospital kills. So um, that's what's been happening. And then... Uh, Fantastic. Stuart Wilkie researching this morning. You're, now, you're not allowed to um, export a drug out of the EU that is used in executions. However, we've just found that midazolam did indeed come from France. And they've also uh, uh, made it so that it's it states it's for intensive care. Well, we know that these patients go into intensive care as well. That's how they're getting around it. So if that's the fact, it's against the law. And um, we now have a, a an ECJ court case that we could get going. So I am going to speak to um, a particular team of lawyers about this. Um, products are made, the, the products are made by France, two production sites in Lyon and Champagne, France, with EU PIC certificates. Um, they state our goal is to meet the requirements of health authorities around the world. I'll bet it is. Um, so, um, you know, lots, we've been doing lots and lots and lots more research and uh, eugenics is alive and well. It's just wearing a new dress, um, called genomics. That's exactly what it is. And, um, people are kind of wising up to it. That's why they're now using the generic name of, um, of the remdesivir, which is, I think it's Val, Val or something like that. Um, I've done a post on it. So that's kind of what's happening. And um, like I say, people are getting quite wise to it. People don't want to go into the hospitals. They don't want to seek any of any of that care. We've seen all of what's happening with, it's quite interesting, the Andrew Tate uh, thing. And yet I've seen interviews where he's saying he's not in jail at all. And they came in, raided his I, house. You know what? I, I'm going to tell you. I told, I, and I've said it on the ear, I told my boys about that. I said, watch this guy. He's got too big an audience. Not that what some of the things he was saying wasn't true. They were. But the problem was when as soon as he said, well, if you're this, that, and the other, you can't be a Christian and do this. Uh, this is why I'm converted to Islam. I said, there it is right there. This guy, it, it, he has enough light to see the truth. He doesn't want to see the full truth. He doesn't want to see it. He wants to stay where he is. And I'll guarantee you it's because he is living a sinful life. That's what that's what he's doing. I'll guarantee. You. And I don't know the guy. I've heard him a couple of times and that was it. But you're exactly right. I wondered the same thing. How did this get on here? And they claim he's this, that and the other. Tell us about it. Well, they're, they're saying, you know, he's been put into jail for 30 days. They're holding him for 30 days. Uh, but what was interesting when he did the video saying, you know, I'm the G. The Romanian police know who I am. You know, this is all, and, and I've been released. They took all our phones. They took our laptops. They took our iPads. What he was doing was walking around his um, home, and then he walked with it with a cup, a coffee cup like this, only he'd got his uh, Tate uh, emblem, whatever you want to call it. Tater. We'll just call it Tater. He's got his Tater yeah. on the on the on the cup, and there's a big <laughs> one outside, and there's all these, you know, uh Cars, did he know, walk by a computer whatever floats you but but he no he he'd just been released but what was interesting 
I always look for the detail. He sat down at his desk in his room where he normally does all his recording and he picked up a bottle of, it looks like Johnny Walker Black Label. That's what it looks like. And he takes the lid off and pours it into his coffee cup. Mm. Is that not against Islam? I thought so, and in fact, they don't they don't they do something there in uh, in London and in those those no go zones or whatever, where if you if you've got alcohol or something like that, they will come and snatch that away from you. Yeah, so yeah. so I thought alcohol was forbidden in Islam. Yeah, he's pimping so for Islam. He's not one. pouring yeah. in. I thought, oh, part time Islam. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know what? A lot of what he's saying is what a lot of guys are saying. A lot of people are saying what he's saying, which is great that he's saying it. Uh, he's got the platform to say it. That's why when people have a go at me, you know, for some of the platforms, I go, well, I use that platform and go on it. So I, I can't right. have a problem with any of that. But, That's right. You know, and then when they put that little, um, how dare you, Greta Thunberg, um, they had her on. And, and I watched a little clip of the news on Telegram, and it was really funny. It was two newsreaders. And they're saying they're show, showing Greta's response to what he said, and they said, "Oh, you know, Greta always knows what to come back." And I thought, "Are people still believing the mainstream yes, media?" Yes, they are. They are still they're, believing it. They're just being played. It's just a theatre. So I find it all very, very entertaining. It is kind of ridiculous. Anyway, so um, uh, I believe you had Doctor Ali Jazz on your show. Yep, we had him on on Monday. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yep. And uh, I'd like to say a friend now. And we um, uh, have come, uh, you know, he we, we got together, got our heads together. And then he sat and did the pitch um, for a clinic, which is fantastic. So now we're going for it. So we're going to be setting up for lots and lots of small investors. We're going to do the presentation and then big investors, bigger investors. So um we're quite excited about that. We're both on the same page, which is going to lead me on to, because of course, Dr. Ajaz is a psychiatrist um, and has done forensic psychiatry for the crown. He lectures, but he's so on board with nutrition. And, um, and I, I feel very humbled that he um, speaks highly of me, but anyway, I, and I, he's, he's kind of cool. And I interviewed all of the doctors who were on, well, several of the doctors, sorry, who were on the video where the doctors are speaking out. And I spoke to, um, the cardiologist in uh, the island of Guernsey. And he was quite interesting because he talks about continuity of care. And you don't get that in the NHS, but because he's over there in Guernsey, he sees all the patients. So he's seen what's going on. That was very interesting. So this is what we want to do with the clinic is continuity of care or diet based, but with hyperbaric, with um, IV vitamins and minerals, with tomography, um, so lot, lots and lots of different things in there that we know work and then take that model and put that model everywhere, which would be great. So that's the plan. So, of course, Wes is brilliant at networking. Hi, Wes. I know you're watching. He's well, he's almost at the end of his journey, hopefully. Uh, he's gone off to Vietnam with Lisa um, for, I think, a month um, because the Entech is or Daisy is sponsoring uh, a Vietnamese football team. And um, I think we should we should kind of do a show eventually in the new year about that, because I've on average, I've been making one hundred dollars a day and it's climbing. With yeah, that's the, pretty incredible. The, yeah. And I've already, you know, 
everybody I know is just signing up. Even my friend son, who's an accountant, he looked at it all. So, uh, you know, even signing people up, uh, you earn from that. Incredible. Uh, and you don't earn that with your ISA or anything else you're doing. And I gave Alistair a Christmas present of an investment. So um, I got him set up. So you can do as little as you want. So this is out of their out of their system, which is what Andrew Tate was talking about. You know, you can't fight the battle without any money. And this is what they want. They want you completely on their government blockchain, completely beholden. So the government's your mommy and daddy. So you can't buy any food. We've got these uh, cities now in, uh, there's one in Oxford, one in Kent, where they want it so that you can only travel out of that city um, 100 times a year with your vehicle. So there's a big demonstration in February in Oxford about that. And we've, we've heard that they're announcing the 15-minute city in Paris. This is it, folks. It's getting real. It's a dripping tap. So um, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I was reading as well in, I think it was in Nigeria, I love the Nigerians. They don't mess about. I've been to Lagos many times. Um, apparently, they tried to make it cashless and uh, st- stop them from withdrawing any of their money from their bank. They could only d- draw. Oh, my dog. <laughs> Speaking. They could only then he bites me. Look, he tries to bite me. Uh, they could right. only withdraw something ridiculous, like under $100 out their accounts. So the Nigerian people... Uh, had a lot to do and say about that. So now the government's had to go back on it and now you can withdraw millions. So, you know, the power of the people, it's right there. They'll only get away with what people say. Ain't that right, Rafi? Um, so, yeah, that's kind of kind of where we're at, which leads me on nicely to um, something we should all be aware of. And I did work in the emergency room. Yes, you little trolls, you know I did. Um, they... There's peaks at certain times for suicide. Um, and one of those peaks is New Year's Day. People commit suicide on New Year's Day. And they also, there's a peak at Christmas as well. And that's terribly, terribly sad. And I believe, uh, I just was reading Proverbs. You're going to tell me anyway. I'm getting well, better. I, no, I was, was going to say when that's there, if there were people, let me let me just say that now. Uh, if there are people that you are contemplating doing that, and maybe you're listening to the show, there's something that I used to preach to myself. I still do. Uh, used to say it lovingly to my wife when she was down about something, whatever. And that's what David said to himself. Why are you downcast, oh, my soul? Put your hope in God. There's There's always hope that things are going to change for the better for you. Um, even you if it, Even if it looks really bad. Even the bad things. I mean, there were many who were martyred who looked at even they had a totally different perspective about their martyrdom, that it was a good thing that, as the Bible says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. So there can be hope there. And, uh, you know, look, if you're a person that's depressed and you're contemplating this thing, you know, give us a call, call, call the office or hit the contact button on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Send it to me. I'll get in touch with you. Um, let's talk about that. I want to encourage you to seek a life and seek the Lord Jesus, the one who gives life, because taking yourself out doesn't solve the problem. In fact, it might just be a rude awakening to a greater problem that you'll experience. And so uh, I would rather people come and talk and get hope 
uh, for the future rather than take themselves out thinking that's the way out when it's really not. You're leading yourself uh, probably into the judgment of God. And that's not any better than whatever you're experiencing now. So if there's anybody out there, yeah. we want to encourage them. Get in touch with us at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Will you be quiet? <laughs> he's, now, look, he's now bothering Dave and Lulu. <laughs> He, he says, get he, uh, up, everybody. It's the middle of the it. day. What are you doing? Siesta. He doesn't quite get it that Lulu is not a dog. He <laughs> sniffs her, then lifts his leg up for her to have a check out of his undercarriage. <laughs> and it's not happening. She's a cat, but he's not quite worked that out yet. He's he's only uh, just coming up for, I think he's a year and a half. No, not even that. A year and a third. Anyway, Proverbs uh, 17.22 a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Amen. And that's, that's right. Interesting because when we talk about our bones, what's made inside our bones, our immune cells, it's that made inside our bones. What happens when we're sad, when we're down, um, you know, everything happens. Our immunity starts to drop. And, and as I've talked about many times, PhD studies showing that um, the emotions of um, uh, anger, resentment, jealousy, fear are resonate at 0.2 to 2 hertz, whereas, whereas joy, love, acceptance, all of it resonates 180 to 220. And we get sick at the lower end. Now, um, so we have to go really, uh, and I'm going to finish with with uh, somebody, Mr. Plank. I do like that. But let, if we go from our head down to our feet, one of the first things we have to remember is uh, we are what we eat. Today's food becomes tomorrow's cells. No amount of exercise or pharmaceutical drugs are an offset for a poor diet. And this was where Dr. Ajaz and I agree. And um Yes, there'll be a pharmaceutical drug to take someone and manage an acute phase until you start to bring in everything else. And so we have our lymphatic system, which will clean, you know, uh, everything filters through the lymph nodes, so all your dead cells, your macrophages, your phagocytes, everything. But we have a, a different system in our brain called the glymphatic system for cleaning the glia cells. And we need to be asleep in deep sleep. Now, there was a study that showed if you I hope you're listening to this, Tim. If you only sleep six hours a night for 10 days, that decreases your cognitive abilities by 50 percent, 50 percent. So that's your ability to reason, to to to, to have knowledge, to learn, to partake it. 50 percent. And people think, well, I'm okay on six hours. You know, I always sleep five to six hours. Um, you think you are, but what do you do? You go and have to have pick-me-ups. You wake up in the morning, you desperately need a, a couple of cups of coffee before you get out the door. Then you're having your, your uh, pastry because you're tired again from your coffee place on your way to work. Then you're tired mid-morning and you're eating sugar to keep you going. I hear this all the time from patients. But actually... A couple of times, because I've gone to bed really late recently, I went to bed at eight o'clock and I woke up at four in the morning and I was buzzing wide awake and my brain felt great and I was really productive. And I thought, that's clearly the way to go. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Well, that's, so that's something that I've seen with the EMF stuff and with the grounding mat. I, I really do believe those things have have done something physically to me uh, to, to enable me not to be so 
worn down and tired. Again, I, I tell people, you know, I, mm. they know I, I'd say I need a nap after the show. I mean, I, that's, it was just, I, it's not that I didn't lay down for the that time. It's I didn't rest. There was no rest for me. And so now I get that I sleep pretty hard through the night and I get up and I don't feel so bad unless I have to stay up late, which sometimes I do that, but normally I, I'm, it's, it's not, that's not what's going on. Well, if I stay up late now, I get a thick, fuzzy head. And um, anyone who's like stalking me on Telegram, my good friend Andrew, he always goes, you are up late. And I go, no, I fell asleep and then woke up and then looked at my phone and then yep. turned it all off because my Wi-Fi goes off now at 9.30. I'm actually going to change it to go off earlier. And um, so it, it's, it's, you know, so that's the first thing. You've got to sleep. You've got to rest. And what happens uh, when when you don't rest and you start to lose 50 percent, you start you lose your rag easy. You get angry easy. And that's I can see you know, that. Anger. Yep. Yeah. Anger. So anger's good. Anger's an emotion. We're all meant to be angry, angry. Being angry will often force us into action. Yep. But we also how angry we are, how we manage when something upsets us is often based on our very early experiences as a child and our attitudes, which are the ones that are most resistant to change. And that's why when you see um, uh, children that come from, uh, you know, households where their way of dealing with something is they all shout at one another. Um, that's the way they'll deal with their things. Uh, and whereas you, you might get another family who uh, their way to deal with it is all to sit down and chat. Um, I'm not saying either of those is wrong or right, um, but prolonged anger or or where you go like naught to mental in two seconds, um, that's not good. And it has a profound effect on us physically. So what, what is good for all of us is, is, first of all, the physical signs. Have we slept enough? Are we getting angry easily? Now, when I had my children, when my children were really young, I knew that I had to go to bed because... Um, if I didn't, my patience wouldn't be as good. And it, what reminded me of that was one of my pa my patients, who is a teacher, and she's wonderful. And she goes to bed at nine thirty, and she works with um, elementary. Uh, what do you call it? High school students in the states. We call them secondary school. And she said, "I have to go to bed by nine thirty every every night, so I'm calm and I'm good with my kids." And I thought that's so true. You know, she she's a wonderful teacher. She was put forward for teacher of the year. And all of the pupils, she showed me one Christmas, all of these cards from all of these kids that she teaches. That's absolutely amazing. But she goes to bed early so that she's patient, she's productive, and she's good with them. So that's the first thing. Are we sleeping enough? Um, is our sleeping environment restful? We've talked about that as well. You know, your toxic soup. You're getting in your bed with your LED lights. You've got your Wi-Fi on. You've got your booster in your room. You've got a TV in your room. Then you've got all your bromine in all your fire retardants, all your, your uh, toxins, all the glues that's gluing all your conglomerate furniture together. All of those things, your carpet, um, my bedroom's all, it's bliss. It's all been decorated, all new bed linen. It's so lovely. I don't want to sleep in it. It looks like a big fancy show house. And I think, <laughs> oh, it's, it's wonderful. You know, I'm just going to let everybody hear into a secret. This is quite funny. So I have two duvets on, so it looks like straight out the shop window. All these new pillows 
and uh, I don't want to squash the pillows. So I've got my old pillows. So I get my old pillows out of the earring cupboard with nice new pillow slips on, put my old pillows on the bed <laughs> and keep all the good ones for show. And I keep walking past my bedroom and leaning back and looking at it going, yeah, that's looking groovy. Um, <laughs> well, Kate, so let me, let me, let me. Let me throw this in and then let's tackle this subject you've got because uh, there's probably lots that you have to say about mind, body mm. and soul in the coming year. Um, and you were talking about the bones. And I, my thought immediately went here because um, the soul is is one of these issues. The mind, we, we've talked about the, the, the link between the gut and the mind or the brain and um, and how that affects us physically. This is what David had. Uh, as he hid his sin, listen to what the Bible says. Psalm 32, blessed is he who tra whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity. This is what Paul's reference is in the book of Romans uh, when he says that blessed is the man who, who the Lord doesn't impute sin and in whose spirit there is no guile. While I kept silence, I wasn't confessing my sin. I wasn't being open about it and saying, I, I'm repenting. I, I'm not going to continue in it, and I'm not going to try to cover it up. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Selah, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt The whole thing of what he says. And then he goes over into Psalm 51. Notice what he says here. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me. This is, this is the confession part. And I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken. Now, how did God break them? Well, he's built that into us, our own destruction, if we go a certain way, if we don't follow him. He's built blessing in when we obey him. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from him. You know, David was a believer. He was in the covenant. He was a man of faith. He had the spirit of God and he begs God, don't take your spirit away from me. I sinned greatly. I tried to hide it. You called me out. I'm confessing it. Forgive me. Purge me with hyssop. Oh, the imagery that's in that little verse right there, beating out the dirt out of the clothes. You know how you see it in these other countries where they take the water, they take the clothes down to the river and they beat them out on the rocks. That's what he's saying. Beat the dirt out of me, Lord, and give me a clean heart. And and that has everything to do with healthy minds, healthy bodies, healthy souls, the whole, whole nine yards. So you've got some things you're going to share with people as to what we can be looking for in this coming year. Yeah, so... so um uh, the dog keeps barking and now he's got on the table. So as you can see, we're a really nice hygienic household here. Uh, <laughs> the dog on the table. Um, so I think we, we have to be mindful that if we if we suffer from anger, what is making us angry? One, we, ha we have to learn how to manage that anger. And when we feel that coming on, one of the best things you can do is sit. If you're feeling angry, if you sit down, 
it's very difficult to go for it and be really shouty and angry if you're sitting. I don't mean if someone's coming at you with a crowbar, you sit. I don't mean that all the TSG riot police. I'm talking about if you're angry within your relationships or in your household, is just sit. And I used to practice that. And um, so the next thing is, have you eaten? Is your blood sugar low? Um, you know, fasting isn't for everyone. That's why it can it can be very profound on you and you should go easy at it. So are you hungry? Have you eaten? Because when you first wake up, your blood sugar is low and also your, um, you, you know, your cortisol, uh, you, sorry, your adrenaline will get going when your blood sugar is low. So do you need to eat? And the same, the same with your children. If your child's having a big anger tantrum, and my youngest daughter used to do this. So I used to actually, she used to, I noticed she was doing it when I picked her up from school. And we only live five minutes away in the car, but she'd go into a full meltdown. And I realized it was because she was hungry. And so I would take a piece of fruit um, for all my kids to have in the car and it stopped it. She would eat and she was okay. So you have to be mindful of that with your children and, and you don't even know as well what they've eaten in the school. Um, so that's that's the next thing. Um, as we've said, are you sleeping enough? Um, have you, uh, if you have eaten, what have you eaten? Have you eaten something that's got MSG in it? Have you eaten some um, hybridized wheat that's put your blood sugar through the roof? Now you've just had a big crash in blood sugar. So it's, you know, it's not just, that you eat it's it's what you eat you've got to choose wisely so the next thing is is if if you connect that you know the heart mind connection also what are you watching what are you looking at what are you looking at all day long if you're watching the news and the media it's going to be putting you in that perpetual state of anxiety and this is where um you know, if you're, if you ever noticed, if you, you know, your younger days, Tim, but for anyone else out there that's single, and, and I've even had this myself in the last year, you know, affairs of the heart when you're really hurt and you're really sad at the breakdown of relationships and you think about it all the time and it's preoccupying your mind when you go and do something, particularly if you go and serve, you go and help someone else. I'm not just talking about you can have a room full of people and still be miserable and lonely and still thinking about your own affairs of your heart. You get yourself into something, doing something, you'll forget about it. That's right. Yeah, you will. Suddenly, yeah. And, and learning to serve. I mean, I was I was multitasking yesterday. I was painting a desk and in between the coats drying, I was talking to uh, you know my researcher. And, and then I'd been on an interview as well with G-Sing. And then I was I had a drill. I was drilling and putting a mirror up in my bathroom. I was so pleased with myself. Did you have two hands coming out of your back to help you do all that? I did. So I managed to put a great big mirror up, complete, you know, with raw plugs. I measured where they needed to go. I've done five coats on the desk. I'd gone on an interview. I'd done everything for G-Sing. And then I was talking to the researcher and I was like, gosh, I've forgotten every single woe. Uh, that would that had bothered me uh, you know you don't think about it so so you know get busy the devil makes use of idle hands and the lord doesn't want us to dwell in the past now i personally i personally am not a fan of counselors um it, it has to be a very very good counselor if you're going to one who just listen because there have been cases where you go for a counselor and they just talk about all your woes all the time and put thoughts into your head yep what you should be talking is praying and then talking about what you want and this is where um 
you know, Derek Prince, which I really like listening to Der Derek Prince, but I like listening to some of Neric, uh, Neville Goddard's stuff. And he says, we're all born into the same reality, but what we think it, uh, and what we say uh, causes our outcome. And that's true because we know that scripture tells us uh, we overcome Satan with our personal testimony that the word of God tells us what the blood of Jesus does for that's us right. and putting on our full armor of God. So, you know, it's quite interesting that then I began to read through a book I was reading about Max Planck, P-L-A-N-C-K. He got the Nobel P Peace Prize. He was German. Um, the Nobel Peace Prize, Rafi, be quiet. And he was the one that um, he came. I love it. Planck made many substantial contributions uh, to theoretical physics. He came up with the quantum theory. So, which revolutionized human understanding of atomic and subatomic processes. I love that. He comes up with a theory and he's given a Nobel Peace Prize for his theory and revolutionized, really, for a theory? For a theory. But actually, what is interesting when you read uh, going on, um, he talks about, he talks about, uh, you, well, there's so much. Please do go on and read read all of it because it's very very interesting what he talks about and and the fact that his belief in god and um i know that albert einstein and they all you know all the top physicists believe in god and he talks about this about quantum physics and anyway please do go and read about him max planck read what he says it's too much to go into just now and um there's a there's a chihuahua for sale should anybody want him he's been a total pain today <laughs> so um so that's that's you know sleeping what you eat what you think uh what you expose yourself to so if if going to you know why suicides go up apparently divorce goes up as well in january apparently the divorce lawyers are all really busy in the month of january after spending you know christmas and new year with your outlaws and uh and, and your family and that's when you know you see people falling out but um you know think about what you're going to watch and people think uh, they see all these these tv programs where everyone's getting together with all their family no they don't not everyone does that and there's a lot of old people out there who've lost one relative one of their you know their partner and they're now on their own and um, they might not have had children or their children might live a long way away so just check on them. I gave my neighbor who's in his late 80s a lift from this town center. And he said, oh, I walked in earlier. I said, yes, I saw you, but I didn't want to give you a lift because I know it's good for you. He's in his late 80s. He lost his license because of his sight, but he walks like he's somebody in their 50s. He tanks it down there, but his wife died. And she went in for a procedure, which actually does have a high mortality rate. And anyway, I had him in the car afterwards and burned his ears for 20 minutes about what's going on. <laughs> and he, he was an engineer. He was an amazing engineer. Went to uni, London School of Economics. But, you know, just knock on your neighbor's door or anyone you know and say Happy New Year to them. I was once sitting in Eastbourne on a bench um, eating, I think I was eating chips, French fries. You know, that that's my thing. I like them. I don't eat them very often. And there was some very old gentleman sitting next to me. And I was with my um, ex partner and we were sitting there and I just started talking to this old man and he began to cry and he'd lost his wife a couple of years earlier 
And he can't, he'd come there for the day. And he said he used to spend a lot of time there with his ex-wife. And you see, you don't. And he'd been married to this woman and had, I can't remember how many children now, four or six children. And he had two jobs, held down two jobs. And he'd been married to her since they were teenagers. And she'd been adopted. And he said how wonderful a wife she was. And it was lovely to listen to his story. And as soon as I began to ask him, he wanted to tell me. And and it's wonderful. Everyone has a story. So, yep. you know, it fills your heart and it's going to make you think. So if you're if you're going to watch a movie, don't watch a sad movie. When anyone's sad, I always go, go and watch this scene from Bridesmaids where they go to oh, buy no. the wedding. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I can't I can't recommend it, but it was it was it was kind of funny. Uh, let me th- th- we got a question here in the chat. Uh, Caroline is asking about the sleep issue. She's saying, the, "Do naps count, or are naps the result yeah. of us not resting?" Yeah. I don't know. You know, a nap is really good as long as it's only a power nap. So if you don't have a particularly good night's sleep, do not go to bed and black out your curtains unless you're sick and you're resting, you know, like they used to the, in the, you know, we used to pull all the curtains shut for the patients in the afternoon, but that was for healing. If you've had a late night, do not go to go and have a two hour slug fest on your sofa because it's going to knock your entire rhythm out. What, what you can do, I think it was one of the very famous um, American presidents. He used to go to sleep with a wooden spoon sitting upright and when his head used to drop and he used to drop the spoon, that was enough. He would get up. So a 20 minute power nap is, is good. Um, that's not so power he, nap for me. I, I can't, I can't get any power out of that. Oh, oh, I can. I used to do it all the time with the kids. Um, and I used to take my kids to the cinema when a new movie came out because I used to have a good sleep in, in the cinema. But, um, so get yourself back onto your rhythm and make yourself get up early. Even if you've gone to bed late, make yourself get up. Um, you know, if I if I fall back to sleep, one, I have wild, disturbing dreams. And I remember when um, uh, a very difficult period in my life when I'd split up um, nine years ago with my ex-husband and he took my two daughters and I didn't see them for nine months. Yes, folks, I've been through a lot. And look, you do get through it. Um, so I didn't see them and they were quite young and it was so difficult. I used to um, I used to rock myself crying with a piece of their clothing. It was so horrific. Uh, And I remember those very dark times. And I would drop my son off at the bus stop and then I would go and get into bed and pull the covers over my head. And after, I think it was after about uh, two weeks of doing this and pulling the covers over my head and falling back to sleep till 11 o'clock, I was so depressed. So I got up, I enrolled on a nutrition diploma and I made myself get up and stay up. And I was up at half past five thereafter and as soon as my son had gone um, to school, I would then sit and I would do a nutrition diploma, do my classes online. And that's what I did. So, um, you know, get busy. It's difficult at first, but you just do it. And um, going to sleep. So it's about, and, and I'm not talking about when people are in a real um, state of depression where they can't do anything. They're just sitting in a catatonic state. But let me tell you, there are studies showing that patients that are in a real catatonic depression where they can do nothing, if you give them huge doses, huge doses oh. of niacin, vitamin B3, they come out of that state within 24 hours. And this is what Dr. Hajaz and I were talking about recently. So, um, you know, there's a big thing about your diet. Now, we know that there's uh, 2.7 billion people in the world are zinc deficient. 
glyphosate that's in all the water table will stop the plant taking up the zinc. So this is a good reason why you should be having organic food. If you've got a mobile phone or a car or Sky TV, cable TV, you can afford it to eat organic. It's about your prioritizing. So That's true. Um, you supplement a zinc because the brain, the brain needs all nutrients, but it also needs zinc. And remember, if you're eating white poisonous sugar, sugar in its natural state, a sugar cane or sugar beet comes with lots of minerals as well. One being magnesium. So if you're eating white acid poison, you're going to stop your body from taking up magnesium, which relaxes everything. So this is your, your new year's resolution is going to be, um, your body is your temple. You're created in our Lord's image. Treat it wisely and it will carry you through life beautifully. And that's why when you eat a dirty bag of crisps, as I call them, or you eat rubbish food, you don't feel good. And let me tell you, I um, we had a bit of a party here. and You I sure made... do feel good eating it while you're eating it, though, don't you? <laughs> And you pay for it later. You do. You do. So we we had a party here and we had some bought cakes, mince pies, but I made some. I was so pleased with myself. Um, I made it with all dried organic fruits, raspberries, blackberries, whiteberries, organic dried apricots and sultanas and dates all chopped up. Then I soaked them in a glass of port and some water, a little bit of water little bit of honey and then i made buckwheat uh flour it was buckwheat and organic eggs and i made pastry i didn't follow a recipe either i tended to book it i thought i'll have a go that's how you make everything that i see yeah it's a bucket the the dish is just a bucket to pour stuff in (laughs) yeah and i i i I then cut out little stars and i put the stars on top and they were like did you make those and i did and um they were delicious well i ate one of the ones that was bought and my joints were hurting so much, so much. So when you don't eat it, you become very aware of it. Now, Charlie, um, the guy who does all the natural nurse report editing. Yeah, Kate, can you hang on? Can you can you hold that sure. story? Uh, hold that story and let's let's close out the show and we'll we'll pick it up on the other side. One thing I want to do before we glow, before we glow, before we go, before we're gonna glow too. Philippians chapter four. And this, I'm sure Kate will get to some of this in just a minute. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which patheth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Get with the people of God, read the word of God, pray together, worship the Lord, and we will see you, Lord willing next year on monday adios all right want to welcome everybody coming over from red state talk radio i just wanted to get that in before the end and then we've got two questions before you continue on on this subject this comes from hallett over at um um, rumble colloidal silver and i don't know that that really this ties in with it but i know you can speak to this colloidal silver and black cumin oil do you want to tackle that right quick and then jump right back into what we're talking Uh about Colloidal silver, if you're doing um, the Gerson therapy, Dr. Gerson said, you know, not to take it because of the the 
metal in it. Um, for me personally, if I ever get a cough, I use colloidal silver 10 parts per million in a nebulizer for five minutes, five minutes only four times a day. That's what I do. And it works. Everybody, every household should have a nebulizer. Um, colloidal silver, if the, if the dogs get anything, I spray colloidal silver on 30 parts per million. Um, so it is wonderful to use. Uh, again, you know, going back to, um, you know, what my big thing is, if you're sick, is two lemons, an inch of turmeric, an inch of ginger, a whole bulb of garlic, bung it in the juicer and knock it back as a shot. If you've got um, oregano or oregano, as you say, a handful of that, if not one drop of oregano oil. Um, and that works. You know, everything we need is here. Everything we need. We The, the seeds, uh, the, the fruits, seed bearing fruits and the herbs, it's all here. So, um, you know, if that's what um, the black seed oil, um, it's got lots and lots and lots of health properties, masses. All of these things do because they're seeds. And, um, you know, if you want to do one thing for yourself as well, buy yourself a book. I've got loads on herbs and making your own tinctures. It's wonderful. Incidentally, I'm now at the process of putting up my huge white bookcase so I can put all my books in order in my study with my white desk. Um, but And that's my prized possession. And um, so buy yourself a book so you can learn all of these things yourself. I'm self-taught. I didn't learn any of these things in nursing, nothing. And let me tell you, you're not going to learn any of it in nursing anymore. You need to join us because you're going to be taught all of these things. And this is not just, you don't need to be a, a, a nurse because anybody can nurse. Um, you need to be a, a minister of healing. That's what you need to be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so so David's asking about the uh, the collagen again. I, th I thought David, I thought you were supposed to write her about that. But do you do you want to do you want to take that little question on again? Uh, collagen and blood clots. We because I think he asked last week. Yeah. Well, I the the thing that I found is is if he's talking if he's talking about the vaccine first of all. Um, I don't think he's talking about that because he he didn't yeah. take that. I think they take a, like a collagen supplement. Maybe, David, you want to clarify that in the chat? I'm not sure. But yeah, I so think anyway, supplements, 90% like of supplements are synthetic. So I'm not a fan of taking collagen supplements. Um, what you can do, though, gotcha. is make get get your bones. And don't forget chicken bones are different to, you know, your big beef bones. Make sure it's grass-fed bones. You don't want the bones from animals that are already pumped full of antibiotics. And 90% of pharmaceuticals that are made go into your livestock. And remember, they're going to be injecting them with the messenger RNA vaccines as well. Um, but you get a slow cooker or you can do it on your cooker if you want on a low heat, put the bones in, cover them with water and you cook it all day. Then you turn it off at night. Then the next day you put it back on, top it up with a little bit more water, do the same thing, turn it off at night because obviously you don't want to leave it on when you're in bed. And then you do it for a third day and then you strain and there's your bone broth. And that collagen is all sitting on the top. Um, I know that people take I know that people take all of these things for joint pains, but a lot of this is a total myth. You don't lose muscle. But you it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't cause blood clots. Right. I think that's what he's getting at. I would think if this is a natural issue, this is not going to be something that's going to cause. A I, blood clot I, you know, talking about does collagen cause blood clots? If you're having bone broth, that's what they used to feed people years ago. 
That's what they gave you when you were healing because it was easy to digest. Yep. I think if you're going to take collagen, you should always take everything in its natural form wherever yeah, possible. Yeah. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit concerned because the amount of supplements that people take and also folks if you're already suffering with degenerative disease, it's because of what you're eating and what you're exposing your body to. Because if you start to cut all that out, uh, Katrina's dad is almost 90 and he was suffering from prostate problems. And you know what he did? He stopped uh, having a lot of the diet that he was having, started taking sal palmetto and zinc and started eating much healthier, started having a carrot and apple juice every day. And his issues went. So um, now we're having entertainment. Look, <laughs> all right. We we also have another question while the uh, WWE match is going on in the background. There, Dan asked about. I'm going to probably sound like I'm Kate trying to say this word from England. Astragalus, astragalus. I, I don't know. He he wants. He's asking. He's asking what it's for. Well, let's do. Well, let's can you say what? what it is? Did I pronounce it right in either one of those? Astragalus. 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 Yeah. Gallus. Okay. Gotcha. Astragalus. Um, all of these things, um, again, we let's do a show on that. You know what we should do in the new year? I think this is a good way to do it. Let me do three, starting with the letter A. Ashwagandha, Astragalus. Let's do it like that and go through what it's for. I'll do your work for you. Oh, that's so incredible. Yeah, that's, that's a great, very, a great way to do it. Yeah. So what I used to do this on local radio before I was kicked off. <laughs> went through the vitamins so let's do that let's take three things or even two things if there's a lot i'll research them for each show and i'll do each show what it's for how you apply it and how you can make it let's let's do that as a show yep we can and, do that uh, yeah sure yeah i think and uh, otherwise you're getting tidbits and uh and then that way i learn as well so this listen i've learned as i go along a lot of things i didn't even know and i've learned as i've gone along and I didn't even know what Sal Palmetto was um, when I was nursing. And yet there's masses of studies to back it up, um, which is incredible. And um, sulforaphane, you know, sulforaphane stops new cancer cells coming and stops cancer cells dividing. And that's in all your broccoli sprouts. Um, I didn't learn that in nursing. Surely every oncology nurse and doctor should know that, but they don't. And yet there's loads of studies on PubMed. So I think that's a good way to do it. But um, um, you know, if it's if you're in the first two aisles of your supermarket with fruit and vegetables in their natural form, um, I think it's fair to say you're in the right place. And if you stick to those foods, uh, you'll be pretty healthy and it's not going to deplete you of the other things, because when you're eating um, <laughs> the toxic now, now the now the dogs are uh, now they've slept all morning because of the storm. Do you want to go out, doggies? Sometimes no? it's like a reality TV show on Saturdays with the with the dogs and the cats. <laughs> well, look, I now look like I've been burgled. I mean, I sometimes I Those go out. Cats for a have few not hours, moved. They have back. not moved one inch of their fat bodies over there on that couch since oh, we started. Look at that. Fat Dave and, and Lava Cat. Uh, you, maybe you can see. His Wait a minute. Now. Did you call it Larva Cat? Yeah, there's Lulu Lava Cat. There's Lulu, who's near the front of the. So she is. She's. She looks she like. She looks got like a birthday. twin. Yeah. Well, you know what? Somebody moved into a house. No, wait a minute. Lulu went, was your was the guy. He brought the cat over, right? That's not your. No, no, no. Dave and Lulu are brother and sister. Uh, yeah, they look like. Okay, all right. Dave gotcha. and Lulu were. A, but Dave and Lulu were abandoned. 
and the postman told me about it um, 10 years ago. Now my daughter's arrived. <laughs> Uh, and her boyfriend. Well, uh, I, I, let me let me throw this in. I got some people. Yes, I'll never live down Ann and Tommy. That's true. Um, I don't know that Kate knows about that. We had Dr. Michael Roth on, and I know the word anatomy. And for whatever reason, you ever read something and your brain like freezes up going like, how do I pronounce that? It's just, you, you got it. You would say it any other time. And I went, Anna Tommy. Help me out here, Mike, because that doesn't sound right. And he goes, anatomy, and I, I felt like a fool. So I, it's kind of been a running joke that sometimes I might mispronounce a, a word. And yes, uh, I have not started coffee enemas for those asking. Yeah. I have so, not done uh, And listen, thank you to the people in the <laughs> chat who've emailed me. Yes. Um, uh, it, it, it's wonderful. I um, I got so busy, and I have a new show starting as well of my own show. And uh, somebody did an opening tune for it, and Pastor Casper McLeod, he's done me another tune which, and wrote me a song, which is wonderful. So I'm going to have to use them both. And uh, and also, you know, anyone who's watching from the UK, I'm, I'm on Get Alive with Matt Latezia on Monday, the footballer, and he's coming on the show. I next told people yesterday. Saturday. Yeah, next week. Yeah. So, uh, and he's kind of a cool guy. And don't worry, I'll be slagging off the other footballers like David Beckham, who's telling people to get vaxxed. So, um, so yeah, basically, folks, this is what I wanted to say as well. Um, if you're going to eat, remember, if you're going to eat things, foods, you don't get over it in one day, what you eat. If you're eating hybridized wheat, that's going to take you three months to get over that. What? It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't just rectify straight away. So when people say, oh, a little bit of what you like won't kill you. Well, yes, it does. It damages you. And that's why, you know, Chris Walk, uh, Chris beat cancer. He's absolutely correct. It's easier to be 100% than it is to be 95%. I can stick to that. You know, when I keep my diet totally clean now, that first year of lockdown, I strayed a little bit because uh, I kind of knew what was going on. And and then I suffered. I put on, you know, six pounds. My dress was skin tight. You know, I used to take my dress off. It'd be like, oh, and I'm a lot slimmer now than what people saw me in Trafalgar Square because I put on a, a six pounds. But now I kind of am back down to um, where I've lost weight and uh, I've gone back down and my joints you know, don't hurt. But if I eat something that I shouldn't eat. Now, I wanted to check out what Victoria said about the whiskey. So Katrina bought me for Christmas. Well, she bought a big bottle of very expensive whiskey and gave me half a bottle as a Christmas gift. She said, I've got the other half in my decanter. So Charlie had been and he'd left these wine, this wine, this Italian, very expensive wine. I had, I think, four sips of it. And I felt really drunk. And then I, I was like, oh, I'm not drinking because I, I just don't drink wine. At all. I very rarely drink. I'm lucky if I have four drinks a year, which is what I used to do. Anyway, and then I tried what Vicky said with this uh, single malt whiskey, and it's 40-something percent. I was completely fine, totally okay, and felt fine the next day. And what's interesting about that is I didn't know was – it's the chemicals and how it affects the brain and rest. You're talking about the, yeah, you're talking about the stuff in the in the in the wine. Yeah, it can really affect the brain. The phosphates. And, never, and the resveratrol. I've never been able to drink. I've always got very sick. Uh, and it's, you know, 
with wine always very sick and that's why it kind of puts me off but and, that stuff is good for, the resveratrol is is good for you especially in the yeah, grapes that i grow because they have the highest form wine. of that in the skins yeah but then when you're having your non-organic wine and all the pesticides and everything else who knows oh yeah uh, i can see that i can see that sulfates yeah. i'm sorry thank you not phosphates thank you kenny uh sulfates in the wine sulfates that's right the sulfates so they affect people differently i mean um it's something you know i'm I, they were all drinking at the party I had and I didn't, I don't want to, um, it doesn't do anything for me, but when you're eating hybridized wheat, so when you're heading off and when you're going out to restaurants, don't forget they're using salt, sodium chloride, just sodium and chloride. They're not using your Celtic, uh, sea salt or, you, uh, and then the next one down from that is your pink Himalayan. They're not using that Celtic sea salt's got your three magnesiums in it. They're just using sodium chloride. They're using all of the cheap oils. And this is a game why, why you feel unwell. And they've got MSG and everything else. And it takes you a while to get over that. And the hybridized wheat, it sets you up again. That's why patients that have got celiac disease, and I think it's something like it's either 173% or 178%. I remember, but it's definitely over 170% of celiacs are missed. Dave is putting in an appearance. Hello. Dave. Hello, your fan club is here. So um, if you're, and this is why when celiacs have something, it affects them profoundly and it affects them for a long time. So you need to think about that. A little bit of what you like, a little bit of what you like won't hurt you. Yes, it will. And it's easier to be 100% clean because as soon as you eat something you shouldn't, wow, does your body feel it. So that's got to be everyone's you know, New Year's resolution, if you're going to like push that boat out, make tonight your last night. I mean, why people would uh, would want to, you know, beast themselves on New Year's Eve and then feel terrible all the next day? I don't know. But it's not something, you know, I want to do anymore. Um, it, it's it's really not. I think it's nicer to have a big meal. I've got actually guests tomorrow um, in my home, but not till um, I'm going out for a great big walk in the morning, as long as it's not throwing it down and sideways. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm having, a, uh, we're having a big meal at four o'clock tomorrow, which will be lovely. Um, and it's all, I'm making it all. So it's all organic. It's a risotto and a salad. I'm making blean, little blinis out of buckwheat, uh, for them with the, um, and I'm using quark, uh, it's fat-free cheese and an organic salmon and some organic dill. And so we're, you know, it's all nice stuff. Um, you know, instead of your, I mean, we, we have this shop over here. I'm not going to say the name in case someone sues me. Um, but everyone shops there and it's really cheap. And when you walk in, it's just all packaged and freezers and boxes and cans. And everyone goes there and they buy all this food and it's poison. Most of it is poisonous. Mm. So you have to. And, and yesterday, of course, I saw them queuing right out again out of McDonald's. Make that a place that you never go to ever again. I mean, why would you take your kids there as a treat? But anyway, yeah, so so um, it's not just about, and, and when you are, you know, you know this, Tim, bless your food. Mm, bless yes. it. Yeah. Oh, food. yeah. And don't just do it quietly. You know, give thanks to God openly. He hears you. Let people... Overcoming Satan with a personal testimony. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. That's one of, it's one of the that's things I talk about. Physics. Yeah, I, it's one of the things I talk about with uh, with my son as he goes, you know, that the Lord would bless him, make him a blessing to the people that he works with. 
and that in turn, they, as the Bible says, that they will see his good works and they will glorify your father in heaven, right? Um, put that Dave back on there. I got, I got a little something for him. Yeah, and then listen, I'm going to have to go. Wish everybody okay. a happy new year because my daughter's here. <laughs> Dave. He's going to do a little talk here. Look at his little head go back and forth to the beat of the music. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That is hilarious. This is this is going to be a TikTok video right here. I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, there's your fan club. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, we love you, yeah, Dave. So, so anyway, have a wonderful <laughs> new year, and then I will come back next week with matt uh Letezi, which is going to be really interesting and uh, you know what i was really taken aback call me starstruck i text him and he answered straight away <laughs> <laughs> and i thought yeah that's the natural nurse in a toxic world and um and uh, I, I don't know whether you can hear this. I'm going to just play you this. I'm sure he won't mind well i don't know if you got to watch i sent to you yesterday our interview with uh, james roguski uh, on the World Health Organization, that might he might be a guy you want to interview, and uh, you know he's available for that. The phone number's on there, so you can just call him straight away. But he uh, he he was great, and I know there were several people who made mention. Man, that guy lit a fire under me. I'm gonna, uh, I think it was Sherry made mention of it, and there was a couple other people in some different chats who made mention of that because of how he explained what was going on. Mm. It it stirred them to action. It stirred them to action. Yeah, we, we, we have to act. I mean, yeah. we don't need... The point is, what we've just found out about even the Madazalam, it's illegal what they're doing. So I'm now approaching some lawyers. We each have to fight small battles. I was on with Piers, Piers Corbyn last night, and I really think it's time to get Piers Corbyn on the show, you know. Because yeah, I he, reached out to him. He hasn't responded to me, so you're going to have I to will, kick I him. will speak to Piers. Anyway, I just <laughs> want to play you this. I want to say to everyone, have a wonderful new year. I'll be back. Let's start that where we go through three things um, and and let's all learn together. If you want me, it's naturalnessatmail.com. Please be patient. I'm just unbelievably busy with what we're trying to set up. And um, I want you to hear what Pastor McLeod wrote for the new UNN show. But there's another thing as well, but we're working on it. Oh, this is great. Can you hear it? I'm not hearing anything. Is something playing? You don't have play pushed. I can't hear Can it. Can you hear it? I can't hear it. <laughs> oh, that's really weird because it's coming out of my phone <laughs> and it's showing me on the microphone that you should be able to hear it. Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't I hear anything. I don't know why you can't. Well, really weird. Huh. Can you hear it now? Yes. Oh, that's your music for your little intro, eh? Yeah, he's going, um, he's going, she's the most dangerous woman in the UK. Well, yeah, well that's a little different than what you sent me, because what you sent me was a yeah, little hip hop. No, this is, this is, I sent Pastor McLeod that one. Oh, that's what, pa and, oh, Pastor McLeod did that. And you guys probably remember, yeah, this is Pastor what, was like, this is what Kate, this is what Kate sent me. It's a little hip hop. 
Kate Shamarani Natural mess in a toxic world Standing up to tyranny Fighting for our freedom Kate Shamarani Natural mess in a toxic world Standing up to tyranny Fighting for our freedom Okay, alright, it's, it's, it's kind of got that little hip-hop kind of thing I don't know who I think of yeah, with that, with that, uh, with that voice as to what uh, the the singer there, but it's 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 pretty good, and it's like what two minutes long or something. What do you are you having? You're having yeah. that for your intro for your your new show that you're going to be doing on Wednesday nights, right? I don't know which end they're going to put it on, but then Casper okay. McLeod said we need a hook. Yeah, so he did the rock version as well. And, oh, I, uh, I liked it. I liked the sound of what I heard there. Uh, that guy. Yeah, so I'll tell rock. you what. When you what? How old is he? He's like seventy or something. Yeah, and he can still 70. play like nobody's business. He's like a he's like the Christian version of the Carlos Santana. Although I got to tell you, Carlos Santana, that music comes on, you know him instinctively how his sound is. I think Casper's a lot like that too. You can pick up well. The sound. That, what people don't realize is Casper was signed with all the main record labels, and he used to write hook tunes. He's a magician. Uh, sorry, he's a musician. He's an artist. He's a pastor. He's amazing. So he wrote me another one as well. And I thought, God, this is great. I can have one on at the beginning and one on at the end. So I might put the real rock one. Here I am at the beginning. Yep. And then put Wake that people one up and then you can put them to sleep after. <laughs> yeah. And then let them down with the other one, which is great. And the guys are working on the graphics. And then hopefully we're going to have some really good interviews because I, I know a lot of the, you know, I'm going to try and get Russell Blaylock on and, uh, Tommy Robinson. I want to go for some real big names and real oh, I've been, diverse. We've been trying to get we've been trying to get Tommy yeah. on for I don't know how long. I've I've dealt with people who were coming on the show and then, oh yeah, we'll get it. And then nobody comes. And then you told me I think he put you through some kind of background check or something before he talked with you. And I said, Well, boy, he's probably having a lot of fun doing mine. Uh so I maybe that's yeah, why I haven't been on. I don't know. And he share he's shares some of my stuff, which is kind of cool. But um so what I, you know, what I plan to do as well is I'm going to go through all of the people that I interviewed in 2019 or, so, you know, the couple of them now have died. They were really old in that died in their late 80s. One was in his 90s. And yet they had cancer in their early 40s and early 50s. And they never died of their cancer. They were both told they were going to be dead. Uh, so I'm going to uh, do bring some of those people on and interview them. And uh, let people see that there are other ways. This is their personal stories. So it's not going against the cancer act. It's just what they did. And I met some really cool people that I interviewed, incredible people. One of them is a patent agent from the States, Todd Buttram. Amazing man. He's on Facebook. His testimony is incredible. Um, so uh, so I'm going to be doing a show like that. And then at the end of it, there's a little twist because there's also it's going to be live, incidentally, as well. You can interact with the show. But what's really funny is um, I'll be doing our, our, our love advice at the end, which is my version of it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> anyway, um, so you know what? Um, and I hope everyone's going to join and uh, come over and watch it. And it's in the evening. So you can even watch it in the States. It's a Wednesday evening. 
Um, uh, so, and then it's going to be on Unity News Network's website, so you can watch the show afterwards, and then I'll be on this. Anyway, I better go because my daughter's here. Yeah, and, and Kate will Kate will put that. Kate, go ahead and you, you feel free to throw that in the Sons of Liberty chat Take care, uh, everybody. on Telegram and everything, and that way people will know when that is. All right. Okay, have a good new year, and I will see you in 2023. <laughs> All right, take, take care. care. Have, have fun. Bye-bye. All right, there goes Kate, and uh, Kate, we appreciate you as always. Man, what a, you know, in God's providence. In God's providence, isn't it neat to see the things that he does, even some hard and difficult things to correct us, to transform us, to bring us um, together, to encourage and build one another up, to spur one another on to loving good works. He has used this convids issue to stir up his real people. I mean, the real people. Not those who say they're his, they have lip service, their lips are close to him, but their hearts are far. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about he's done it to bring his people together and to equip us and to teach us and to educate us the things that have been forgotten so that we might do something, that we might not be just hearers of the word alone, but be doers. Who would have thought some redneck out here in South Carolina would be able to to fellowship with you guys who are listening. Who would have thought some redneck out in South Carolina would be able to learn from somebody like Kate? Not just what she teaches us on Saturday, but by her example of standing firm and fast in the truth. Or to work alongside Bradley and going into the schools and going and and dealing with all the different things that he does. I'm not anybody. My daddy's somebody. I'm going to tell you what. And let's brag on our father today. Let's brag on him for all the good that he has done for us, not only in this past year, but in the years preceding. And let's give praise and glory to God for what we anticipate that he may do in this coming year. Yeah, I know the bad guys have a lot of stuff planned for us. They had a lot of bad stuff planned for the people of God in the Old Testament, too. Did you read that? And God dealt with their enemies. God dealt with their enemies. Sometimes he did it on his own. And sometimes he used his own people to deal with them. Let's not lose hope in this coming year. Klaus Schwab can talk all he wants. Noah Harari can talk all he wants about the, the godless satanic stuff they want to do. These people can engage in all the stuff they want to, but you remember something. God's eyes are not closed to the deepest corners of the recesses of their heart, nor of their rooms. They can deny him all they want. They can call on the rocks to cover them from the wrath of the lamb. And you know what? The, the lamb's going to pull back the rocks and he's going to expose them and he's going to judge them. Do you believe that? Do you really believe that? Or are you a person who lives in fear of what they're going to do to you? Now, I tell you what they, they say they're going to do to you and to me. But I'm not fearful of it. Why? Because there is a God in heaven who sees what they do. And 2023, yeah, it's going to be bad. There's no doubt it's going to be bad, especially if the people don't repent towards God. 
be reconciled through our Lord Jesus Christ. If they don't, if you don't do that, it's going to be really bad for you. But you know what? The Bible tells me that all those things, even the bad things, work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Are you called according to his purpose? Or are you taking the Lord's name in vain and saying, yep, I love Christ. I'm I'm a Christian. But you live like you're not. If you're in that state, the command to you from the king, not from me, because it's the same command to me. I, so I don't I don't look down my nose at somebody. It's the same command to me. It's to repent, turn from your sin, stop sinning, and turn to Christ. Cry out for mercy. Do, if you really desire that, the Bible tells you that God will give it. Why? Because he's the one working in your heart. So if he's doing that today in your heart, if you're convicted of sin, turn from it. Don't be like those guys in the Old Testament who harden their hearts towards him. Don't harden your heart. Submit to the Lord Jesus Christ. Guys, have a great weekend. Um, get with the people of God. Read the Word of God. We've, we've said this over and over. And I know a lot of you guys don't have a church family you can go to. But that'll be your church family. It's the assembly of the people of God. Get together a few people. Read the Word of God together. Pray together. Rejoice and encourage one another. And uh, Lord willing, we're going to be back with you in 2023 next year. Yeah, that's a big thing. It's kind of a little pun there. But uh, yeah, we're going to be back then, uh, Lord willing. And uh, I pray that the Lord is using this. I really do. Uh, to not only help you spiritually, but mentally and physically. I think all these things do go together. And um, yeah, so pray for us as we set off the new year. And uh, we'll keep you guys in mind. And by the way, with that thing about the um, the uh, uh, that Kate mentioned at the first of the show about those who are suicidal, if you happen to run across this show and you are depressed, you are. I believe in biblical counseling. I, I don't believe in this counseling to just figure out, you know, if you look in the corner, you're thinking this, or you look at your nose, your life stinks, or any of that kind of stuff. I, the Bible is very clear. Our counseling needs to drive men to Christ. Even Christians, it needs to drive us to Christ. And so instead of focusing on the sin or the problem, that you have to deal with that. There's no doubt about that. And so you'll deal with that scripturally. But you drive men to Christ with it. You drive them to Christ. Because what is sin? Sin's transgression of the law, right? And so what is the law there to do? It's a taskmaster. It's a schoolmaster to drive us to the Christ. So if you, if you are in that situation where you're depressed, uh, where you're contemplating taking your own life, which is a violation of God's law too, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not murder, hit the contact button on sonslibertymedia.com, uh, send me a message, uh, we'll try to get in touch with you, talk with you on the phone, whatever we got to do, and um, and you know we want to be here for you. We don't, Again, this is not just a talk radio. Several people have contacted me over a lot of things. I, I'll try to deal with what I can. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you're in that situation, please contact us and uh, happy to take time with you. Guys, have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Lord willing, adios.